0: Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the editor and writer of TheRandyReport.com where you can find me online every day following the daily news cycle in terms of pop culture, politics, and entertainment of interest to the LGBT community. Today I'm excited to bring you an exclusive first listen of the new single Two Hearts from out singer-songwriter Nico. Growing up in Milan, Italy, Nico's initial creative instincts were formed by his exposure to the city's fashion and nightlife scene, where his earliest musical endeavors began, with creative collaborations with underground DJs as a songwriter and as a vocalist. At the age of 21, he got his first record deal, and he traveled to the UK where he worked with other artists and producers, honing his skills in music production and songwriting. Eventually, he left that label over creative differences and wanting to have a greater control over his vision as an LGBT artist. He spent the next two years traveling between New York and Milan before moving permanently to New York in 2015. All of the music of his upcoming EP, The Bedroom Tapes, was written, produced, and recorded in New York City and fuses sonic influences of both New York nightlife and the European club scene. As Nico describes, the EP tells the story about love, sex, and sensuality, exploring what happens in the bedroom from physical attraction to emotional connection. Two Hearts is the first single from the Bedroom Tapes. Let's take a listen, and then we'll talk to Nico about his creative process and how his international background helped form his artistic perspective and more. Here's Two Hearts.
1: With two eyes, two ears, two eyes But I'm wondering why with just one heart Although I feel the beat, I know it's incomplete
0: to The Randy Report. Thanks for having time to talk with us about your new single.
2: Well, thanks for having
0: me. It's a pleasure to talk to you.
2: Well, I was listening to to your podcast yesterday and and, and today, and like also, I, I really, really enjoy it.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I love promoting new music artists, out music artists. I think it's really important. I love your new song. I have to ask you, how excited are you to see it released finally?
2: I'm so excited. I'm so excited you you cannot even imagine because it's been a while since I've been doing this and this is a great opportunity for me to finally showcase my music and my art.
0: I talk to a lot of musicians and some people will tell me oh, yeah, I did this song, I, went, I recorded it in the studio, I like, knocked it out in three takes, and that was pretty much it. And then I know other artists that I talk to, and they say, oh, this was, this was not what I thought it was going to be, but I love what I ended up with. I did it over 100 times. I listened to it 1,000 times. What is your process like when you're writing a new song? How long did it take to get to Two Hearts?
2: I wrote Two Hearts, I think, about a year ago. And the writing process for the song was pretty fluid and came out very naturally. But of course, um, I had to perfect the lyrics, so that took, took quite some time. and And then I really wanted to get the production really strong, so that took also some time. And I was really focused on getting the track In the best shape that I could because I wrote and and produced the track. So it it wasn't, it it definitely, the writing process was pretty easy because the melody came out very naturally, but I would say to get to the final track that was quite a lot of work.
0: When you talk about the production, is it something that evolves along the way for you? Do you start on one path and then go, oh I think this can go in a different direction, Or did you know which way you were going and it just took time? You you went straight where you thought you were going, and it just became a matter of refining it exactly what you thought Mm -hmm. it would be. Does that make sense? Uh, Yes,
2: yeah, definitely. When I start writing a song and as the melody progresses, I definitely get a vision of what I want the song to sound like also in terms of production, because I really start very easily with piano and, and voice and then I build it from there. So it changed from the first version of the song. Two Hearts really had a very nice growth. I would say the structure and the soul of the song stayed pretty consistent towards all stages of uh, production.
0: Now, I know this is the first song from an upcoming EP you're planning called The, the Bedroom Tapes. Why is this the first song? Is it your favorite? Is this, Is it the one that's in the most perfected form at this point, or why did you choose this song to be first?
2: I think to heart this is a pretty catchy song. And when my goal with this song was to uh, deliver a pretty solid dance track that people could dance to in, I don't know, maybe uh, 10 years, you know, and I was influenced by artists like Robin or Roykstop, that kind of like Swedish synth pop that never gets old, really i think that it's one of the strongest track on the ep and that's why i chose it as the first single so the ep is called the bedroom Tapes. it's all tracks of the ep share uh the same thematic because i always love when you know like an album or a collection of songs uh have um a theme a story or a narrative for the bedroom tapes i wanted to talk about love sex uh, sensuality and emotions it draws from personal experiences, but also from my fantasies and explores really what happens in the bedroom from physical attraction to emotional connection. It's it's gonna be four tracks and should come out before the end of the year and I'm super excited about it.
0: You mentioned Robin, and who are some other artists that you admire or not that you feel like you wanna emulate, but you like their sound or that you feel like they're where they're kind of in, in a similar space that you would like to be in.
2: A similar start. yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm influenced by
2: a lot of different artists and definitely growing up, I was listening to a lot of Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson, uh, Madonna, Stevie Wonder. Those definitely shaped my uh, musical taste. And I still listen to a lot of old albums and still now, and they give me a lot of inspiration. I think they were great production. Uh, of course, like we're talking about like super famous and legends actually. And, but if I have to um, compare my music to some of uh, today's artists, that's a little more tricky.
0: Who's an artist whose work today you admire? You listen to and go, wow, that's really well produced or I like the approach to that. I really like
2: Team Impala. I think they're an amazing band and very interesting sound. Mm-hmm. I love Lana Deray. I think her whole narrative and her her old persona is very interesting and fascinating. Both these two artists are not in the same space or genre that sure. I am in, but I admire them because of their creativity. Um wow. I love Mark Bronson um, and then uh, I really I'm a big fan of Lady Gaga, too. I like people who are creative and are, have a strong message and a strong identity. Uh, there's also this UK artist uh, called FK Twigs, and she's super creative, super yes. out of the box. Um, and I'm a huge fan of hers. I think she's great, and she's really pushing the envelope.
0: I feel like there's a little bit of a sense of almost some Pet Shop Boys in it for me, but I don't know if that's just because... Oh, oh my god,
2: yes. Actually, now that you say that, yes, totally. Um, I wouldn't
0: say copy, but I feel like you you have a really, your own style in terms of synth pop, but there's a really smooth, wonderful, textural thing that reminded me of the Pet Shop Boys.
2: That's a great compliment. That's uh, an amazing compliment. And I can can see that Pet Shop Boys actually are, um, have been a band that I was influenced by like for, for very long, and I've been listening to their records, so yeah,
0: thank you actually. Absolutely, and I do mean it as a high compliment. I know you currently live in New York, but before that uh, you grew up in Milan, and Correct. you lived in London for a few years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you think that influenced your musical development, or the way you look at music, and how has it changed since you moved to New York, being in the club scene? in New York, possibly. Has, does New York flavor things differently for you now that you're writing here?
2: Uh, well, definitely New York had a big, uh, big influence on uh, my, my music because actually Two Hearts was written and produced here. I, had, I, I was lucky enough to experience these amazing CDs, uh, Milan, uh, London, and New York, and they're very different. And so it gave me a wider appreciat- appreciation of uh, different kinds of music. For example, uh, growing up up in Milan, house music was huge, and um, it's crazy to see how it's now super mainstream with acts like Disclosure, Mm
1: -hmm. who I love,
2: and um, I feel like Europe and the UK are always on the forefront when it comes to dance and house music. Oh,
0: I agree. Uh,
2: But New York, uh, yeah, but in, in the same way, New York has maybe a little more variety, and like many uh, more subcultures and which are really, really interesting and have like urban and hip hop influences. So all of this mix, I think is reflecting in one way or the other in my music because I'm very curious and I'm always looking to find new music uh, to listen to. And uh, I always listen to an open, with, I always listen with an open mind and I get inspired by how different artists use sound and how they produce how they write and that influenced me
0: well i love hearing that because i find as i talk to musicians that those people who listen to a lot of everything that they try and take everything in so that they get a sense of not only what's out there but how it resonates for themselves as an artist you may hear something and think well that's not how i would have done that but i can acknowledge that that was really creative or that was a really good approach or I haven't heard that said that way or sung that way or produced that way so I think it's really healthy Definitely. to to have all of those to be listening constantly you know the the best musicians I know I live on the west coast and I'm mm-hmm. I love when I'm talking to Artists and and they're constantly bringing new music up to me that I don't know and I'm like, how do you know this? They say I'm listening to everything all the time everything all the time everything all the time not necessarily to copy yeah to to be inspired by It's
2: true. Um, I think research is very important when you're a um, musician and as you were saying you are listening to a song and you you don't want to copy it, but maybe you hear like a, an instrument that you haven't used before, like um, a kick drum that's practically like very distorted. And you're like, Oh, that's interesting. Maybe I could incorporate some similar elements to my music as well. And it doesn't mean that you are copying them, but you're basically giving your take on something that you listened and Try to reinterpret it
0: in your art right a few years ago, I interviewed one of my favorite artists he 's also an out musician he 's a jazz artist, different genre than you, mm-hmm. but he you reminded me of him because his his album a couple of years ago that we were talking about this is an artist named Spencer Day. He did a jazz album, but he added a lot of Indian influences in the album, which oh, wow no one really does in jazz music. And so you remind me that sometimes when you listen to an artist, I mean, you think, oh, I haven't used that instrument, or maybe I'll throw that in or something. And I think it opens up a whole world for people, but you have to be, I think you have to have that open creativity to be able to take that in and go, ooh, I could use that, or I'll, maybe that would fit in here, or maybe that would be a different flavor or something.
2: Yeah, and uh, not be care to experiment,
0: Yeah. of course sometimes
2: it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you're like, oh my god, <laughs> uh, this
0: sucks. And but, I think that's important but. too. I think that's important mm-hmm. to be able to go, ooh, my bad, no, take that out, boo, bad, boo, bad. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. a theater artist myself, <laughs> and so as a director and choreographer, there are times that I work with actors and will try something and I will – I'll immediately go, okay, please don't ever do that again. That was my bad. <laughs> Thank you for being uh, creative enough or courageous to even just try it once. Speaking of being out, I, I know that you had a label deal. You were with a uh, label in London, and you left them mm-hmm. after a couple of years, and, and your bio mentions that it was, it was over being able to express yourself and, and having your own LGBT musical sensibility. Can you talk about that and how that happened or what it meant to you?
2: Um, Yeah, so I had worked with that label for about three years, and I was very involved in the writing process. Um, I wasn't producing my song, but I was uh, writing them. But eventually I felt that my vision wasn't understood, and uh, that caused a big disconnect between me and and the label. And a part of the issue, I think, is also because they weren't convinced already to promote an open LGBT artist. And really, I would never compromise who I am. And being a writer, I write about my life experiences. So really, there's no way around it. And also, I feel like it's so important to be open and to be yourself in a very unapologetic way because it's really the most important thing in life to go through life as your real self. So I would never be put in a box or just like, it's very important to me to be able to express myself and express my identity uh to the fullest
0: well, I appreciate you saying that and and it really you know one of the things that's important to me with the Randy report is that we talk about these things because one of the great things that has happened in the past several years is we've found visibility as as out musicians or as out actors or or just being out in life not only lifts a burden off off of our own shoulders, and it opens up, for me, I think it opens up creativity and happiness in your life, but you also become a role model for people who hear your music, Mm -hmm. and they realize that if you can be out and be comfortable with yourself, they hear the message that it's okay to be themselves, and it just sends that out into the world, so I appreciate that you can put that out there for us.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, it's so important. It's really, there's no greater freedom than to be uh, able to be ourselves.
0: Your bio mentions that living in Milan, you initially were inspired by the Milan nightlife and the fashion scene. So how does fashion mm-hmm. come into inspiring you musically? Well, that's a
2: very great question. And really growing up in Milan, in Milan it's everything all is about it's all
0: about fashion. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Because um, uh, all the bigger uh, all the biggest and most famous fashion brands are there, so it's, it's something that kind of permeates the city. And uh, fashion and nightlife in Milan, which also kind of similarly in New York, but um, in Milan particularly so, uh, nightlife and fashion go hand in hand, so I would go to, the, to this fashion event. When there was a, where there was a great DJ uh, playing great house music or dance music. Or, you know, there's this club in uh, Milan called, called uh, Plastic, and it's, a, it's an amazing, crazy gay club, and they have the most amazing drag queens we, that are wearing couture or their version of it, and they're so glamorous. And in this club, they play, like, music from the 80s and the 90s, It was very, I think it played a big part in my development as an artist and as, and that's why I see like this correlation between fashion and music because growing up, it was, they were always together. And I always think that fashion is a great way to express yourself. And and that's why it's very important.
0: It makes absolute sense to me once you said that, and I was fascinated to hear, of course, I can, Im- I can imagine growing up in Milan, it is one of the fashion capitals of the world, and so to be around that constantly, that, that you probably, at a very early age, were much more uh, refined and sophisticated in terms of music and fashion, and, and compared to the rest of the world, and didn't even know it, just, but just because you lived in this environment so much, so I think that's awesome that mm-hmm. you kind of put that together in your head that you knew that that that's awesome.
2: Well, I I think I realized it in a second moment because you know I was just doing what everyone all of my peers were doing and going through this to this events and stuff. So, but I realized it in a second moment that I really was influenced by by it and by the CD itself.
0: Well, I have to tell you, I think Two Hearts feels like high fashion to me. Oh, amazing, I'm happy to hear that. I mean it, I I love the texture of it, I love the feel for it. It's interesting though, because it's not predictable, which is what I really like. The beginning of the song takes you one way, we go another, Mm -hmm. and then it comes into this really feel good vibe. You have a great groove going on, um, I think you are very creative in a lot of the production, which I like. So I think this is going to be Thank terrific you. for you, and I really look forward to the EP. Now, what is next for you? Are you doing a release party in New York? Are you, are you celebrating Two Hearts coming out? What do you do next?
2: Uh, well, uh, I'll be definitely celebrating um, uh, the, re- the release tomorrow, but uh, we're planning on a more official release party, uh, which should happen in the next weeks in New York. Um, We're still finalizing the details. So I'll be posting updates on my social media as, uh, as we go along.
0: Thank you so much for having time to chat with me. I love it. I love the new song. We'll definitely be looking for The Bedroom Tapes, your EP, before the end of the year. And thank you. Congratulations on the new song.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a pleasure. Thank you.
0: For the listening audience, remember that the name of the song is Two Hearts. That's the number two hearts. From Nico in IKO, and you can follow him on social media on Twitter at this is Nico music, on Instagram at this is Nico Music, yay, easy to remember, and on Facebook, this is Nico Music. Thanks again to Nico for sharing your music with us today. As I close out this episode of The Randy Report, I want to leave you with two more LGBT-based TV tips to make sure you don't miss in the coming week. This coming Sunday at 10 p.m. on the USA Network, we'll see the premiere of a new drama called Eyewitness. The series centers on two gay teens who meet in the woods for a romantic endeavor, and they witness a triple homicide. Being in the closet prevents them from coming forward with their story, and the 10-episode arc has gotten really good reviews, and I look forward to seeing it this Sunday. Also... Don't forget that next Thursday, October 20th at 8 p.m. on Fox, we get to see the new TV version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. We're hearing really good things about this, and especially the work from Laverne Cox, who plays Dr. Frankenfurter, the role made deliciously creepy by Tim Curry, who's also in the cast in a different role this time. Make sure you check it out. I'll be curious to see what people think about this. That's October 20th on Fox at 8 p.m. I imagine they're going to clean it up a little bit because this is in kid-friendly TV time, but I'm curious to hear. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. Remember, you can find me online every day at therandyreport.com, where I follow the daily news cycle in terms of pop culture, politics, and entertainment of interest to the LGBT community. I'm going to close out this episode with just a little bit of a tease of Laverne Cox's version of Sweet Transvestite from the upcoming Rocky Horror Picture Show, Let's Do the Time Warp Again on Fox. Have a great weekend, everyone.
1: Do I see you've met my faithful handyman? He's just a little brought down because we do not. He thought we were the candy man. Don't get strong out by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lumber, I'm just a sweet transvestite, sweet transvestite, from the transsexual trans- transumen, trans- let me show you around, maybe tell you a sound, you look like you both